This podcast is created in partnership with Film Studies and the Faculty of Arts and Social Sciences at the University of Sydney. We acknowledge the tradition of custodianship and law of the country on which the University of Sydney campuses stand, as well as the Darug people, where we all grew up. We pay our respects to those who have cared for and continue to care for country. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Get away from her, you bitch! Take two. Verse. All right, listeners, hold tight, because today's episode is going to be a fun and wild ride. In this special episode of Film vs. Film, we're going to spend the next little while debating which films suck and which films rock. Yes, if you, like me, are tired of hearing Bruce and Herschel constantly announce that blah, blah, blah is their favourite movie, (laughs) then get ready, because today I'm taking my revenge as I force them to place the films that we've covered so far in order and lock in exactly what are the 10 best and the 10 worst films that we've done. Yes, you're listening to Film vs. Film, the podcast where every episode we throw two different films into the ring, discuss their place in history, their modern virtues, and how they stack up against each other, which film will hot up, and which film will be left on the cutting room floor. But today, we're doing things a little bit differently. As we've come to the end of our second season and our first year of podcasting, congratulations, boys. Congratulations. Congratulations to all of you and to all our listeners who stayed with us. We're going to rank the films we've covered so far. Yes, today we're going to take a page out of the NBA Draft League and perform a draft of the films that we've watched. I'm comedian and filmmaker Craig Anderson, and my favourite film of all time changes as often as I change my underwear. It's about fortnightly. (laughs) Hang on, let me get up the... uh, Here we go. There you go, that's a joke. As always, I'm joined by my two best friends from high school, resident cinephile, and a man who at the age of eight listed Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom as his favourite movie. It's Herschel Isaacs. I just want to say, after watching Days and Confused, I just Are want to say... Are you going that at the end of every sentence? At the end of almost... It's my new comma. I want to say, all right, all right, all right, because I'm so excited about this. I also say about 90% mm. of the rankings of these movies made me incredibly uncomfortable. Because what? there's so much great stuff yes. in what yeah. we've done. Yeah. I found it really, really hard. That's why I think the worst list is going to be harder. Yeah. Because it's like you're going to have to announce that you don't think something's as good yeah. as 50 mm. other and I films. Think Some of those be, might be controversial. There's yeah. going to be a lot of robust discussion in this episode. Oh, this is going to be hot. All right. <laughs> we're also joined by Herschel's twin brother, a man who whispered into the ruins of Anchor Watt that his favorite movie was Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> it's <laughs> Associate Professor of Film at the University of Sydney, Bruce Isaacs. I don't know why I've got such a hatred for Goodwill Hunting. Well, I, you've gone I, on about I, it too much, What I need man. is psychoanalysis to figure out what I got against that bloody movie. I think it's because it's about academia and you wish you'd got a blackboard it's and when you're at uni. <laughs> I wish I'd been a janitor that was as cool as Will. It was a genius. Well, us two are working on the construction side. <laughs> yeah, you guys are... Because my worst scene in that movie is, <laughs> is when ben, ben Affleck's waiting to be picked up for mm. work. And you remember he says to, to Will, because you owe me. Mm. And one day I want to be standing yeah. here and you just don't come and pick me up because you're going to live in your life. And sure enough, of course, that happens. And there's a moment when the camera's tied in Ben Affleck, mm. and it's like a moment of such stunning self-realization. <laughs> and if you think about how stupid that idea is, his mm-hmm. realization mm-hmm. is, I am now truly a fake. It's one of the few yeah. scenes uh, that makes so you want to cloying. Yeah, it makes you want to so throw up now. You know, I I have a not a trigger, but I crack up every time you say Goodwill Hunting, because <laughs> it it reminds me of of the parody film Goodwill Humping. <laughs> So that what are you yes, to- like an adult movie? Yes, oh it's a porn parody. It's a, and I don't know. If, it's a classic. So porn that then parody. sends you down the pathway of all the famous porn parodies, yeah, yeah. which okay, is a wonderful okay. exercise in itself. So well, let's saying. let's save that for the porn parody episode. <laughs> Now, we'd like to acknowledge right up front that we're borrowing today's game format used by the excellent American film podcast Screen Drafts, which sees a regular roster of drafters pick from a slew of exciting categories like the best John Carpenter film or best Marvel movie. I just listened to the best of A24 because of our Ari Aster stuff. And it was actually fun. It was really interesting. Well, there's so many categories. They've done hundreds of episodes by now. And you can listen to that wherever you listen to this podcast. Just type in Screen Drafts. It's a very fun process. And uh, we're going to do that today. It's our turn, and we're going to rank the 10 worst. Now, last week on the podcast, I said there were 30, but there's actually 54 mm. films. I didn't realize. When you I, sent it through, I, I was know. thinking, 
man, have you doubled up the, the spreadsheet or something? Because uh-uh. there's so mm. many movies. Yeah, I was, I was also like impressed with us that we had put in this much effort. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know where I found the time in what, my you, life. You say you were impressed with yourself when you, <laughs> well, had a look at, when you looked at the body of work. <laughs> yeah, I was impressed with myself. I was impressed with you guys. I think there's something wrong with this to do. So I was impressed with myself, not so much both of you, but I was impressed <laughs> with myself. I have a lot of um, comic-minded friends who do comedy podcasts. Yeah. And that's just chatting. So when the, the, the some have listened to it, not many, some have listened to this podcast and they've gone, man, this is the most academic podcast ever. And I said, really? yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're very impressed. Very they nice. like it. Hey, I was at a research event the other day. This guy came over, a guy called Terry Flute, lovely guy. If you're listening, Terry, hello to you. Um, he the Flutman. Sorry. <laughs> and he, great guy, uh, world-leading researcher, right, comes over to me and goes, mm. I just listened to Borat, Crocodile, Dundee. <laughs> and he's going, like, that was so funny and just so good. <laughs> and I just thought, hey, if you're reaching Terry Flu, we got hope, right? Okay, well, let me just say, uh, that was interesting that you bring up Borat because I'm wondering today, will it make the top ten <laughs> or the top ten worst? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's okay, what, what about this? Well, Herschel's love of Back to the Future drive it to the number one position. Will the At grubby, 88 miles an hour. <laughs> will the grubby assault storyline in Revenge of the Nerds push it all mm. the way to the bottom? Or will Ron Silver's over-the-top <laughs> performance <laughs> place it Blue Steel at the bottom. I can't wait to see where Blue Steel ranks. <laughs> um, which will be our favourite and which one will line up with IMDb, Metacritic and, of course, all of you playing at home. We're going to see mm. how it fares, what our list is. Yeah, because that's the key. We want people to write in, right, as mm-hmm. well and, and give their recommendations on what they Craig, think. am I right that you've also got predictions? You, yes, you, I've, got I've predictions actually got well. an envelope. I think that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I've got so. an envelope in my bag of what I think the top uh, ten are going to be. I've also done two lists of what are my favourite because mm. I'm not going to play completely with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. adjudicating but I've written what I wish my 10 worst and 10 best will be so we'll run that by you guys as well basically this is going to be like the Oscars voting but when the Oscars was interesting <laughs> yeah Okay, listen, today's episode probably won't contain spoilers, so uh, I reckon you can listen to it without being worried that we're going to ruin it for you but I can't guarantee anything because maybe some of our opinions will be based on the end of the film Let's move on to round one I, I always ask Bruce and Herschel which films they enjoyed at, at the end of our of each podcast. So technically, we do have a list of the best and the worst so far. However, I've decided that that's not fair. We shouldn't be working off those lists because sometimes we had the Toy versus Green Book, for instance. You know, two films that we both we all <laughs> agree. I expect let's to throw stuff under the bus. No, okay, that could okay. be my one let's and not, two Let's best. not give it away. Let's not give it away. But there's also things that we came very close and we couldn't mm. decide, and then there were ones where we split the difference. So what I'm doing is just saying it's a, the generic list of 54 films, and we're going to forget about what we said at the end of each episode because it's open slather. You can put them in any yeah, category. That's the that way you I went. Like. I didn't give a stuff what we thought in the episodes. This was now looking at them as one body of work. And you know and what's deciding. cool about that? Did you did you both feel that mm. it kind of changed the way you felt oh, totally. about a particular in episode? Fact, the mm-hmm. discussion really changed, impacted right? my decision making. Yeah. Because it was still so fresh in my head about what sort of things we uh, said to There, each there other. are some things like um, a certain Scorsese film where I would have put that at the very bottom. Yeah. But by the end of our episode... <laughs> I'm not putting it right at the very bottom anymore. <laughs> Second last. Second last. <laughs> <Ask> the episode. <laughs> We're not going to make a polite aggregate either. So I'm not asking for your 10 in your 10 and then doing numbers mm. to work it out. What I'm doing, we're doing it in a draft style. So I'll put pressure on you because this is this is like uh, the, the hall of victory. The What are you? Like, hall of fame. The yeah, like, you know, in the high school and you boys are at the top of the list of uh, that the year. Du- the, ducks oh, board. the Ducks board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This so is like, it's like the NBA though. You know, like the dude that, the seven foot four. Yeah, the guy French dude that just got yeah. The Spurs. Mm. This is like. Well, that's yeah, right. This is well, it. You're going to get positions and then you're going to announce your positions, but there'll be certain things you don't want to do. Like, you don't want to put. If someone else picks your film and, and makes it number nine and you want it to be number one, that's when you've got to use your veto. So, yeah. there's a whole bunch of rules I'm about to introduce to you. Let me just check now. Have you boys made your lists? Yes, I have a best 15 and a bottom 15. Great. I also have a, a, a best 15, bottom 15. I've got a lovely table that's color coded as well. Okay, this is good because I asked you to make a list during the week of 15, even though we're going to do just the 10 on either yep. side but I know that as things get picked or thrown away we might you guys will need to think about what, what fits in 
So as a part of the gameplay, I'm going to allow the drafters, you two, to have vetoes. A veto is to be used whenever you disagree with the other drafter's choice and you can reject it and the drafter must play another movie in that position. I'm also going to give a couple of positions in the list to myself as a wild card. <laughs> wait, 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 is that, is that part of the rules? Yeah, because I figured if it's just two people, yeah, what right. if you're two aligned? So Not I'm sure I like in, that, but... Well, okay, we're going to see. It's too bad. I'm throwing in my favourites, and I'm picking certain numbers, <laughs> all right? Before we begin, I'd like to refresh the memories of the audiences at home about some of the films that are in contention. We've done sci-fi films like Arrival, Robocop, The Fly, The Matrix, They Live, and you could probably include They Clone Tyrone in that list. We've also done 14 films from the 1980s, some of those being The Shining, The Toy, Revenge the Nerds, Crocodile Dundee, Wall Street, Opera, and Die Hard. I should tell you, I've done a lot of um, statistics on all the stuff we've done, so cool. I'm going to be throwing up statistics yeah, as we great. go. Yeah, metrics all over the place here. We have not done a single James Cameron film, but we have done at least one Marvel film. We what all was know the Marvel? Spider-Man? Spider-Man Across yeah. the Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, but that's not I mean, a proper Marvel Sony Spider-Man. I mean, it is Marvel. It's but a Marvel property, but uh, yes, you're it's right. Much it's much better than any Marvel It's the film. spider With the latest Man. Marvel that just opened up, people are starting to say it's the end of Marvel. We did 28 films before the year 2000, the earliest being The Wizard of Oz, and 26 films after the year 2000, with six of them being from the year that we're currently recording in 2023. Some of those were... Oppenheimer, Mission Impossible 7, and Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. All right, I'll chuck in some reminders as we play, but if you want to see the full list of what's in contention, simply open the app that you're listening to on right now and have a look at all our previous episodes because those are the films we're using to select from. Let's get into it. We're going to split this into two episodes because that's how much we love discussing these movies. This episode, we're going to do the bottom 10 films that we've talked about. I've asked Bruce and Herschel to think about the films that are no good, the worst, <laughs> the most offensive, the stinkiest turds that we've talked about. Position one is going to be the worst, okay? And number 10 is the least offensive 10th film, yeah? Okay. How'd you go with making your worst-off lists? Good. I, I started I quite strongly in the worst-off, actually. Mm -hmm. I felt really confident after, look, I filled up the first three positions quite easily. Uh, in my calculations, there were four that were giveaways as they were bad. I felt like that we're we not on the same five. page. I, I guarantee five. you've got five. That, okay, this is a we hot list. We are nowhere near on the same but page. But I don't like really any of the ten. Can I say the, you don't like 13. any of the ten? Okay, because I had about three more that I was like, yeah, we. I think that I'd feel like they're stinkers. Yeah. But then after about seven or eight, I was like, we're in trouble. I don't know yeah. how you'd pick. Here's yeah, the hard yeah. part. The yeah. hardest thing for me was identifying the middle group. The group mm. that doesn't go into best or into worst. Yeah. Because there were some movies that <laughs> yeah, I saw. Yeah, but remember, there are a good 20 movies. Yeah. No, there are 26 movies that don't even feature. Mm. Right? Mm. And I think that's the critical part. I still found and it hard. And then finding the 30 really didn't hard. seem to me that hard. I was just, I was tough on myself. Really? Herschel, once you, you found it hard. Once you identified your 15 and 15, right? Mm. Did you then, then go order into, was difficult. So the order, I felt the order was hard. But you see, I didn't want to spend too much time in the order because it's not, it's not an academic exercise right mm. like it's, got to, it's like what you feel about mm. the movie and, and that sort of thing so I found surprisingly the ordering of it a little bit easier than identifying the full group yeah right okay. the other thing I gotta say is as well one thing I'm a little bit concerned about this entire situation is Am I intelligent enough to understand <laughs> what we're attempting to do here? That's what I'm really well, worried no, no, about. But hang I'm going to hold your hand. Yeah, just to say, uh, if you don't know what's going on, Herschel and I have a very flimsy handle on yeah. what's going on. But Craig really understands I've what's going on. I've got about eight pages of notes on this, <laughs> okay. which include rules, and I'm going to hold your hand. If you're listening at home, I'm going to hold all of our hands yeah. through this, and it's going to be a fun. By the end, trust me, you'll be frothing at yeah. the mouth of the excitement. <laughs> that is absolutely I can just see myself <laughs> after like a couple of movies going... I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm lost. I, I, when you said frothing at the mouth, though, like I mm. just had an image out of a movie where a person's really drooling out. Of their <laughs> oh mouth. yeah, that little boy, you know, had a, uh, that little boy out of Pet Sematary. I watched that yesterday. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna yeah. Say, Jesus. Yeah. Or um, David Bowman going through the wormhole and his face is sort of shaking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now because I'm pretty opinionated about the bad films, I've given myself two wild cards in this draft. I'm okay. going to be picking positions number nine. Okay. okay. But I'm also going to pick. Position number three. <laughs> so I'm really getting... I'm now not just doing to be that clear, for the ten. Position number three is the third worst movie. And yes, position yeah. number nine is the ninth worst That's movie. That's yes. correct. Okay. So it's important that we keep that sequence in the correct direction. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, 
if I'm a mad person, right? Because I thought you two might be a little similar, so that's why it's good for me to have some wild yeah. cards. But then, that, remember, that's how veto works. So yes. if I, all if of I a sudden, get rid of it, if I put veto. the matrix at number nine or number three of the worst, <laughs> and you guys don't think that's right, that's you have to use your veto card. Veto. But I'm not going to do anything deliberately. That's why I've done my yeah. worst off list because I'm not, you know, I'm not here to just mess around yeah. with yeah. you guys. And we're all working sure. in good faith. We're here. all yeah. in we're good all faith. Trying our best. <laughs> Although there is an element of gameplay, and <laughs> after a while, after you've done the worst off, you might get to the best off and start using your smarts to uh, make sure that you get to put the thing you want up the list higher. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to give you any more tips on how to cheat See, that's, or all that's, that. Sorry, Craig, you lost it. That's too complicated. <laughs> don't worry. I'll, you'll, you'll... I'll deal with it when I get to it. Okay. What I'm saying is if you put something that should be at number one at number eight, then people will go, no, we have to veto that. That's ridiculous. But now you've used his veto so that you can put your number one oh, where you want. Do you know what I mean? Very clever. It forces yes. people to make choices. That's extremely yeah, so clever. So you could be a jerk about it. <laughs> but let's say we're not. Let's say we're all good guys right here. <laughs> Um, to decide the drafting order, we're going to play some trivia. The person who wins the trivia will get to decide which drafter they want to be. Now, if you choose drafter A, uh, this worst off list, you'll be picking positions number one, four, seven, and ten. Okay, we'll go okay. over that after the trivia. If you're drafter B, you'll be picking positions two, five, six, and eight. Okay, okay. and then I'll be three. And you'll be, you'll and have nine. the other wild cards. That's right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Perfect. All right, so. Uh, Let's play some trivia. You guys ready? I'm so excited for the trivia. All trivia about the 54 films (laughs) that we've done. Now, here's the rules of trivia. You can jump in at any point, but once anyone has jumped in, even if I finish the question, you say something, you can't say anything until the other person has had a go. Okay. All right? So it has to happen in order. If you do two in a row, you don't get those points. Got it. Um, I've written a list of about 20 questions, and there's possibly, yeah, 20 20 or so right answers. So I'm going to say the first person to get to seven points Gets to go, uh, gets to choose. Yeah. Great. All right. Here is our first question for the trivia for the draft. Not adjusted for inflation. What is the highest grossing film on our list of 54? Okay. Go ahead, Bruce. Wizard of Oz. Wrong. Not adjusted. Not adjusted for inflation. Can I look at the list of movies we've got here? Yes, you oh, can. Not adjusted for inflation. Not adjusted for inflation. Oh god, okay, I right thought on. it was adjusted for inflation. Go. Uh, okay. Wait, no, next. you can't look at the Hirsch. list. You can look at the list you if you wish. I'm happy for you to look at the list. Okay, I'm gonna pick not adjusted for inflation. Yes, can not I adjusted. Just, okay. I didn't think this would be that hard. There are some massive <laughs> blockbuster hits on our list. Man. Herschel. The Dark Knight. Wrong. Oh, come yeah. on. Bruce's turn. So it's my turn. Yep. Hang on. Wait, wait. I want to find the list. Bruce is deep in thought, browsing the list, hoping to find the one that is not adjusted. Uh, yep. Eat chapter one. Wrong. No. Oh, hang on. I what? think I've got it. That, yeah, holds, that holds an award for the biggest R-rated, I believe, but not what we're looking okay, for. Okay, okay, okay. I don't get that. Okay, hang on. Can I tell you that? No, no, I think I've got it. Go on. I think I've got it. Herschel's guess hold on, hold on. is... The Matrix. Wrong. No. No, no way. It can't, it can't be 19. It's got to be in the last 10 years. Now we're using our brain. It's got to be, let's say it's this year. Go, Bruce. Okay, it's my turn. Oppenheimer. Wrong. Oh. Herschel. It's not Oppenheimer. Wrong. Okay, well, well, okay, well, 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 Yeah, you know what it is now, but it's Herschel's guess. Herschel, what are you saying? Okay, I think I've got it. Everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> Wrong. Barbie. Oh. Barbie it is. Oh, Barbie has like one and a half I billion. Open, I, I can't believe you didn't say Barbie. Was, I was so it's thrilled. It's right in front of me here. I, couldn't believe, I can't believe that. You know, this year alone, Barbie has made more. The next film down is Super Mario Brothers. And then I think Oppenheim is maybe fifth or something. Yeah, because it made oh, a billion. It just crossed a billion, billion yeah, right? Yeah. And Barbie's about 1.5 or so. Four or five, right? yeah, yeah. Between yeah. four and five. It's unbelievable. Yeah, right? it's like a that. lot of money. Can but I also, also say... Super Mario was surprised with its performance. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it did well internationally. It's such an yeah. like 40, 30 years of IP. Yeah. Uh, Barbie is the only film in our list that's in the current top 50 block, uh, box office receipts. Wow. So, it's top 50 all time yeah, now. Yeah. So we've really Whoa. done some stinkers no one cares about. <laughs> <laughs> Most okay. of our films are turning people off. There's some, I, uh, you know, it's interesting on our list. There are some turkeys in that list. <laughs> all right, that, what am I, up by one? I'm one nil, right? Bruce is now ahead at one nil. Okay, Here yes. is our next question. Yeah. What is the only film that we covered that won an Oscar for best makeup and or hairstyling? Uh, yes. Go. Batman. Wrong. Everything everywhere all at once? Wrong. That's ridiculous. Nice guess. You're thinking of Jamie Lee Curtis's fingers, I assume, or Jamie. Oh, got it. Go ahead. Wizard of Oz. Wrong. 
Uh, Holy God, okay. Because gone are the wind. Craig, I didn't yep. expect this. You got some complicated questions. Maybe I'm asking too hard. I was expecting easy things. really hard. Did you say best makeup and or hair? Mm-hmm. Hair. Here's a clue. Whose go is it? Herschel's? Yeah, my yeah. go. Okay, Don't Herschel. make it too good. All right, here's a clue. Let's make it a base. Think, um, uh, not pretty, but special. Not pretty, but Jeez. special. It's made it worse. Extreme. Not pretty, but special. That is group <laughs> And you're telling me everywhere doesn't fit that. Okay, hang on. No, it does, but I'm not okay. giving it to you because okay, it didn't win an Oscar. <laughs> I'm only look. There's only one film that won the, the Oscar for best hair and makeup. The Fly. Yes. Oh, Woo! man. There it is. Why hair? Hair and no, makeup. it's a category. It's, it's, it's a category. It's a category. Oh, okay. So, so it's special I, effects makeup. Actually, certainly, can you believe what a brain freeze that was? They have an Oscar for best hair and an Oscar for best makeup. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. We are now one piece each into our next question. This question, we have got three answers here. Whoever throws in first, and we'll just yeah, keep yeah. going to have got okay. all three, and then you'll get the points. Not including Barbie, three of the films we've covered were the highest grossing films for their year. What were they? Back to the Future. There's one point there for Herschel. Die Hard? No. Okay, my turn. <laughs> Batman? Wrong. That wasn't the biggest grossing was film of 1989. Are you sure, Craig? I am very sure. I want to dispute. Do we have a quiz master or something? <laughs> I want to look that up. Okay, wait, wait. Look it up in a second. Okay. You've so far got Back to the Future. You've Psycho? Psycho, yes, 1960. Oh, it shares, a it's shot. a spurious one that is shared with Spartacus and Swiss Family Robinson because they didn't have oh, the perfect yeah, system yeah, yeah, back yeah. then. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, there Ooh, it is. Three. All three points oh. go to Herschel. Herschel now sits on four points. What he gets, I thought that was one point for all for winning the thing. No, it's four one points, point. Boy. Bruce, I believe you're on one point. I'm on one. Herschel He's is on, on four. four. Following up to that, Die Hard was not the highest grossing film of 1988, so what uh, was? Rain Man. Oh, Bruce! Whoa, that's huge, Bruce. Using his Rain Man skills. How the hell what, did Rain Man get a be... point for that? Yeah. Oh, I thought, Rain that, I thought we were just Rain like Man, chatting. I never, I could have yeah, in a million a, years. Ra- people don't realize what a phenomenon Rain Man was. That's I another spirit one. That. That's like 87, uh, Three Men and a ba- uh, yeah, Baby yeah. was the highest. But you know, the, the interesting thing, 84, 85, 86, 87 to the late 80s, it's mm. really weird because you've got Beverly Hills mm. Cop thrown in there as well. Mm. So it's when like Harry a, met Sally. Yeah, it's huge. got a massive kind of so box office weird time. Thing. It's 80s. a beautiful time where yeah. all really types of films could yeah. make an impact. Yeah. I love that. The scores now are Herschel at four, Bruce at two. We're on to our next question. This one has seven possible answers, so we'll be wrapping what? it up for this one. Yeah, seven yeah, because there's answers. yeah. So this puts us across the well, line. Well, this is, it's, it. it's like in quiz show where Herb Stemple goes, "I'll take that for four. You know, you know, for seven. <laughs> Herb, how much would you get, would you like to wager? Prior to the year two thousand, only seven franchises had managed to gross more than a billion dollars. Okay, so before the year two thousand, mm. seven franchises. We've touched on three out of those seven franchises. What are the three we touched on? Indiana Jones. There's a Back to the Future. Nope. What? Okay. It is now Herschel's turn. Uh, Bruce's turn. So Bruce, you got Herschel. Sorry, you got one point there. You're on five. Spider Man. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. So you said we've touched. Th- th- we've th- touched on three that made more than a billion franchises, more than a billion before the year 2000. Uh, no Time to Die. The James Bond. James Bond is correct. That oh, is no. two. Uh, that is six points for Herschel. Will he get oh, it here? There's no, one he outstanding. It, it's lose. a franchise, a type of film that came oh, out. Oh, and I know it as well. So is it my turn? Or is it it is. Well, it's whoever's turn because you just oh, got one Mission right. Mission Impossible. No. No. Matrix. What? No. It's not the Matrix. No. Okay. The franchise itself had been existing and been making things before 2000, and it made more than a billion Bruce, you were close before with one of your answers. Can I say what did I something say? from from 1989? Is it Batman? There it is. Bruce <laughs> yes, Johnson. Yes, I'm back. <laughs> so what? That puts me on. What am I on? Three. Three, on three points. Herschel right, is on six. So this is this could be for the uh, the the win here. For bonus points, there's four up for grabs. Okay. What are the other four franchises pre 2000 that made more Superman than a billion? Nope. <laughs> Herschel. It's way open with you. A franchise before the year 2000. Did we have James Bond before? Yeah. Can I just... Okay. Fra- franchise before the year 2000. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If he takes too long, can I jump in again? Yep. 
I got one. No, go. Star Wars. Yes. God damn it. There's another point for so Bruce. So that gets me to what I'm on four. Six. Yep, yep. Four okay, so I get six. another go now to pick another one. Sure, one more. Uh, Ghostbusters. Wrong. Oh, that okay. was my last chance. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna give okay, it to you. Okay. You want to go for a guess? This I'm just gonna go for a guess. Go for Here it. Go. Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> Man, Be- wrong. Beverly Hills Cop. You're on different planets. Two money, man. Turkeys are Let me announce what the other three are. Right. Star Trek. Jura- Star Trek. A Jurassic Park. Park. More than a billion. Jurassic Park. Oh, Jurassic and Park. You're you're this is the hard hopeless. one. This is the hard one. The Rocky franchise made more than a billion yeah, dollars. Oh, well, they got like 58 movies in that and franchise. It, and Rocky Four. Rocky Four. Is Titanic in itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Herschel's on six. Bruce is on four. This could be the win. What films on our list have won an Oscar for best production design? Arrival? Nope. Oh, okay, my turn. Let's say a bloody word. <laughs> In fact, it's only one film. I've got it. Wizard of Oz. Wrong. Oh. Everything Everywhere. Wrong. God damn it. Bruce, remember, Gone with the Wind won everything that year. That's the problem. Oh, that's true. Why do I keep saying wizard? Uh, oh, Batman. Brilliant. Yeah. Damn. Bruce is back. Should have picked the bird. He's coming back. It's five points to Bruce, six to Herschel. Next question. Two of the movies. I've really, we... I've hit a wall. I've hit a wall. Hit a wall. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you are having a drive. I'm shaking. Rest, this is, the, the sad thing is that I'm just reminding people at home what we're playing for is the chance to pick the first position. Yeah, that's yes. why I in wanted the worst yeah, I need it. Here's an easy oh, one. This is going to wrap it up, I'm sure. We've got five. Oh, Jesus. Best picture Oscar winners. Go for it. Everything everywhere. There it is. Done. Herschel oh, wins boom. the trivia. Oh, Who would like to know what the others are? Okay, um, okay wait. Uh, Bruce, have a go. Bru- Unforgiven. Unforgiven has won. Green Book has won. Oh, Green Book. <laughs> <laughs> Parasite has won. And uh, the Bobby, Departed. Bobby, Bobby. No. no <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> what what am I planet are you on? No, I'm, I'm so euphoric that I've won okay. the, the trivia. You've won the trivia. The, the five Hang Oscar- on, I've got it. Revenge of the Nerds. No. <laughs> the five Best Picture Oscars were The Departed, Parasite, Unforgiven, oh. Green Book, and Everything Everywhere All at Once. Herschel wins the trivia. <laughs> Seven points. Bruce only okay. got to five. Thank you very much, everyone. Okay, so now you get to decide which draft do you want to be. Do you mm. want to be drafter A who gets to choose positions one, four, seven, and ten? Or do you want to be drafter B who picks two, five, six, or eight? No, I'd like to be draft drafter A, the position one. What if I threw in an extra veto? At, if you were drafter B mm. with positions two, That's five, six, and eight, would you like an extra veto? Now, let me also say the vetoes carry over. So you only get two for this whole game for best and yes. worst. So if you use them all up in the worst of, then you don't get to use them Just in the Just give best. me the numbers again. So drafter, drafter A. Drafter A can pick one. Four, seven, and ten. Okay. Or draft the B gets two, five, six, eight, plus an extra veto. It's a very, very tempting offer. Film. That's a very tempting offer, mm-hmm. actually. And I'll let you carry over your vetoes into mm. the final round. Okay, I'll take the veto, actually. He takes it. He's now because Herschel. If, Herschel if, if we were talking best, I wouldn't give it up. Yeah. But you now that we're talking worst. You know what just occurred to me? Your mm-hmm. air horn is exactly like it's a knockout. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ricky May. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, and Jackie. McDonald. Jackie, Jackie McDonald. McDonald. For people who don't know this, this show was so important to yes, us. In the great. 80s, there was a, a bizarre. Like gladiator style show, which was it's a knockout where members of states from all around the country came to complete. It's like wipeout. It's exactly like wipeout. Yeah. All right, here's the big rule: you've now got three vetoes you can play mm. during both games. You're picking positions uh, two, five, six, and eight. I'm picking three and eight. Bruce, in I the worst off list, you get one, one, four, seven, and ten. Brilliant. Here's the big rule. If we use a film in the worst off list, it cannot be in the best off yeah. list. So it can't. You would hope so. What if you're wrong with that? I know, so but if someone loved a film so much, yeah, but yeah. then others hated it, you yeah. can't try and That's play it. Once it's locked into the worst off, That's it can't it. be played in the, So you may want to be using your videos to protect a film that others hate. Yeah, good one. All right, let's play. Drafter A is picking position number 10 in our worst off list. So I'm going to now turn... To Bruce. Is this number 10? Yes, Bruce, okay. you're picking position number 10, the 10th worst film that we have played. Can you write it down on a piece of paper yeah. and show me what your film is? Very exciting moment as we come to pick our first of our 10 worst. Bruce has written it on a piece of paper and showing me. This is from one of those franchises that made over a billion dollars before the year 2000, but this film is not from pre-2000, it's after the year 2000. It's Daniel Craig's last outing as James Bond, No Time to Die, sits at position 10, 10. in the worst of. Herschel, how do you feel about that? Bruce, why have you chosen to put it there? 
It's look, we got a lot of very strong films. It's not a great Bond film. It's okay, and on a second viewing, it, it got worse for me. So. It's a disappointing end to a franchise mm-hmm. as well, and also screwed with my memories of James Bond. So I just don't think it stands up as a Bond movie. Wow. Look, I completely concur with this. Yes. I've got it. Can I say what position I've got it at? Well, well it, 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 might it might give away some of your strategy, okay. but All right. I also agree that for me, this was much further down the list. Is that yeah. right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I did not. In, I, I was annoyed that it destroyed James Bond. Yeah. You were very vocal about yeah, this. I mean, you were, very, you were angrier than the two like, of us. Yeah. yeah. You like you lost it on that. I, I'm almost tempted to veto it. Uh, not that I can veto it. Oh, you, you don't but even. I you want it higher. I, yeah, I would be putting it up higher. But, I, I mean, it's picked <laughs> now. It's locked in place unless Herschel wants to use a veto. I don't use a veto. I'm happy with that. Okay, All right. Great. So, I'm it looks like our first decision is that the 10th worst film we've covered is No Time to Die. And we should say to listeners, just to clarify, that's been pretty kind to it. Because the first worst film is the real turkey of this list, yeah, right? Yeah. So No Time to Die is like only 10th worst. Yeah, and it's pretty good. I, that's me being kind to that movie, say I is, The other thing I want to say as well is, like, No Time to Die, there's no way in the you know, there's no way in the world that's a turkey. It's no. one of the most expensive movies ever made. It's got some crazy action sequences so it's still a hell of a watch it's just that we're dealing with lots of very very good movies here. yeah let me uh let me say it is now my turn to pick position number nine on the worst off list so i'm writing it down on a piece of paper and showing myself this is going to be controversial yeah i think the ninth worst film that we've covered <laughs> and because i'm of, actually excited because, waiting for what you're gonna say because of your um putting no time to die there it's moved my list a little yeah. It's interesting because it has now forced me to say that num- the ninth worst film we've done is Oppenheimer. Ooh, okay, so who gets who goes first? Anyone who wants I to say anything about that? Not only am I in agreement, wow. I had it at nine. Did you, you really? Serious? Yes, I got it this at nine. This is fantastic. We were on uh, an okay. We're on the same I, no, no, look, I'm happy with that. I wow. got it as a little bit better coming in at fourteen. Out of the 15. Yeah, okay. Okay, but that's outside of our 10. Yeah, exactly. That's what I can say. That's what I'm saying. So on your list, it actually didn't make the cut. But on our list, it's in the top 10. Well, it didn't make the cut of the 10 worst. I'm... I'm on the cusp of getting into the turkey. But the interesting thing is that means all three of us Mm. really did not like a movie that has been such a darling of, I'm going to say, and in no sort of disparaging way, a certain kind of critical establishment. Yeah, right? I saw it twice in cinema. I enjoyed it the second time yeah. a lot, but I still felt like it was didn't earn its place. Uh, well, I don't understand right that now. it's like this monumental greatest thing of the year. You know, people are saying already they've called it the best picture of the year no, kind of thing. I, I, I mean, do want to see it again. Get I, real. I, I think <laughs> what, I, what I thought, I've seen it twice, I thought it didn't capture for me was what I thought it would get easily. And that was the 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 achievement and the wonder of what was actually discovered. Yeah. You know, the 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 technology, the science, well, the, the, the history, uh, the, the drama. The film felt to me a bit like a cheat, right? Because mm. the film is so much more interested in his personal drama than the actual historical event of and the I, bomb I and the process. I brought it up when we did Florence Pugh and in Midsummer. Yeah. I uh, that the awkwardness of that. In that movie, oh, you mean her role? Yeah, I feel bad. Emily Blunt is fine. It's simple. She's playing a drunk. Yeah, but but it's this long-suffering wife thing that's just such a cliche. I don't know if you both have read this, but because of Oppenheimer, um, Cillian Murphy Mm. has sorry, actually, Killian Murphy, I believe, Mm. has now um, gone into the contender to be the next James Bond. Wow, because that's old. The, the I reckon he. Word, yeah, he's pretty old though. Word he? on the street is that Christopher Nolan is this close to signing, and I'm holding my fingers about it, a millimeter apart. This oh, close geez. to signing on to doing two James Bond. Movies. I don't know oh, how I'm going to feel about that. Oh, no, I'd love him to do it. You crazy? Oh, no. All right, let's no, let's no, let's no, wrap no, that no. up. Uh, a lot of people are going to be weeded out by us putting Oppenheimer in our top no, uh, top ten worst films. Hey, they should be thankful it's not up higher. Wow. <laughs> and if you haven't listened to our Oppenheimer versus Barbie episode, it's a lot of fun because we really go Google mm. for Barbie. And we were completely drunk when we watched Oppenheimer. <laughs> so we yeah, but then I really did see it again. So by the time I, no, we I was the only person who had seen it uh, without Twice. being inebriated when we did the recording. <laughs> so at least what I said yeah. made sense. <laughs> so now it's time for position eight, and I believe it's Herschel's first pick uh, of this round for the worst of the films we've covered. What have you got for us at position number? <laughs> He's written it in <laughs> the smallest print. I had to pull out my glasses. <laughs> Thank you so much for handing me that. He's handed me a piece of paper and he's written on it. 
another one of those franchises. This broke my heart. I just want to preface this by saying, can I just say, I felt what the duty... an indictment of our franchise will. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is right? a. Um, a it is one of our mid-season break picks. It is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny at position number eight. Herschel, explain your thoughts. Okay, our listeners, for people who followed us for a little while, when we did the specials a while back. Um, they might remember me saying that I was probably looking forward to this movie more than any movie I'd looked forward to since Terminator 2 Judgment Day when we were still in high school. <laughs> yeah. When this movie came out and we were sitting there and I remember we got to the big event screen cinemas and we were sitting in the second row or the third row mm. and then we moved further forward to get even closer to the screen. The level of excitement and energy yeah. in that theater was palpable. Yeah, yeah. Then when I started watching it, I liked... Old Indiana Jones and the sadness, but it never picked up. It never became yeah, exciting. Never became interesting. It dis, it completely dissed the law of Indiana Jones that had set us up through our childhood. Mm. And look, I've seen it again since then, and it's okay. But Indiana Jones should never be just okay. It shouldn't have been released if it was just okay. Yeah, it's Bruce, a, it's just a, it's a. Oh, I, look, I mean, how do you feel about this? I had it at eight. You had it at eight? So far, like we're all on track so I'm here. on eight. You had it at I eight. I had well. it at eight. All right. I had it just outside the top ten of the worst. So, okay. I, you know. I just thought it was a loose move. It was very disappointing. I remember the end of that. We were all sitting there going, yeah, I, come I, on. I thought it was inoffensive. So, I, yeah, I'll well, give it that. It's not like I'm going to hate it for the rest of my mm. life. But again, I'm not going to give it another and I two and, say, and a half hours as we're forming this, this back end of this worst list, there are things here that are just inoffensive. There are ones coming up that are offensive yeah. for me. But at the moment, these ones are kind of... Just sad. I mean, the Archimedes <laughs> thing, I didn't like it. You know, the Archimedes yeah, I silly. I thought the time conclusion, the third stupid. act. Yeah. All right. Well, there it is. Our uh, list is No Time to Die, Oppenheimer, Indiana Jones. We are going on to our next drafter, which is back to you, Bruce. And you have position I have number a controversial seven. one. Oh, Good. okay. Let's, Bruce is writing it on a piece of paper and showing me now that piece of paper. Let me see what we've got here. Okay, not so bad. I was expecting this from Bruce, to be honest. <laughs> this is one of the darlings of the 80s, something that set a, a, a catchphrase amongst culture. It's Oliver Stone's Wall Street at position number seven. I think it's very much like Good Will Hunting. It's mm -hmm. just incredibly dated. Uh, the sentiments uh, in the 80s don't work as well now. They're very cloying. They're kind of incredibly simplistic. And I just don't think Charlie Sheen holds up, like his performance. I still think Michael Douglas is okay, but he's better in Basic Instinct. In, 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 <laughs> no, but seriously, in that whole era of when Michael Douglas is crazy, yeah. I never I thought, I never thought I'd hear somebody comparing Wall Street hey, to... Basic Gordon Instinct Gekko. is a masterpiece. Um, look, I, I do agree that Wall Street has dated, like the 1980s decade of excess yeah. estated, but, but redefined again in Wolf of, something like but Wolf, Wolf of Wall, Wall Street. But Wolf of Wall Street, again, it takes that and says, I'm going to do it on another scale. I'm going to update it. But also, I'm going to get a better filmmaker. Mm -hmm. But to, as to I make said, the film. as I said, right, this is like a second episode or something, a third episode. But as I said, right at the start, while I think it has dated that kind of institutional analysis of the excess of the 80s and Reaganism and then where the world would eventually end up, I still think there's a hell of a lot of value in that. That being said, I'm not willing to use a veto on this. <laughs> okay. I thought you might I take might offense to that. No, okay, because so I, I thought can maybe I, you would no, I mean, Herschel, you do have three vetoes if you I want. I do, but look, I'm interested in mm. the best. Okay. I'm less okay. interested in the worst. He's greedy. Until we get to the very top, because then it's going to be entertainment value. Okay. But I do want to say My Wall Street came in at number 12. My Wall Street okay. wasn't even in the bottom 15. Is that right? Yeah, because I don't mind it. Okay. I understand okay. why Bruce yeah, is putting it I'm surprised you had it on Worst Horror Show. But that's I thought you really liked it. I well, no, I, I do like it, but for I guess the, the more sort of the, the analytical nature of the, well, the so Daryl Hannah it. just doesn't work anymore. But that's stuff where they go and to Sean the Young is horrible. You know, the stuff where wow. they go to the apartment and they put the gold over there and everything. Yeah. That's mm. just all becomes. All silly. right, let's move off Oliver Stone. We've got our list forming up. Next is Herschel, who picks the next two positions six and five, okay. and then Herschel. After that, you only get position number two. That's two. what you've gone and done here. And with I get your one, choice. don't I? You get one, Good. three, and I believe four. Okay, so so that'd be six and you've five. still got three coming now, up. Am I allowed to say what I had at seven just as an information update? Sure, or, if uh, you're not going to play it. I'm not going to play it. But I did want to list, I did want to say what it was, and I sort of grappled with this a bit, but I had Mission Impossible at number seven. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do with it? 
I'm going to leave it at number seven because I'm going to I'm going to tell well, you my six. Play. And, I mean, yeah, it's I'm not going to tell list. you my six and five now. I'm going to write All this right. down, right? So now, Herschel, please write down your number six and hand it to me. Oh, this is hot information. <laughs> what I have just read is kind of blowing my mind right okay, so now. Are we really? at six? Are we at we six? We are at position okay, at six. number see, six. See, so I'm getting ready. I know what you're, you're thinking. thinking. I know you know what, what I'm. Thinking. You know what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm surprised this isn't closer to number one. Okay. Herschel has played at position number six, and Bruce, remember you've got two vetoes. Position number six, Richard Pryor in the toy. I'd like to play a veto, please. Oh, whoa! <laughs> Straight off the bat. That's you don't bonkers, Herschel. I don't know no, what you're up to. I want to defend my position. Okay, okay. You know what? Because Bruce is playing it now, and I assume that he's probably going to want it higher up the list, closer to the worst film. I'm going to say your best, your, your he's, he's best. probably going to want to play it. He's got three drafts to pick now. So I'm going to say, let's not talk about it now. Let's okay. talk about it later. Okay. And you need to give me a new position number six. So Richard okay. Pryor in the toy has um, moved. So my veto just kicks it back out again. Yes. And now, Bruce, okay. you only have one veto left to play yep. in both this and, and the other one. one. Unless you can I had to use a veto on that. That, you was, might, that was mad. You could okay. win one in the trivia, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> okay. 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 So, Herschel, your position, new position number six in the worst off list, please. Position number six. Herschel is writing it down for me. Okay. <laughs> Again, I am cracking up at what I have just read. This is gold. This blows my mind. I cannot... Okay, I, I kind of feel like this would have been in a prediction of what you guys would pick. I would never pick this anywhere near the bottom. Okay. I have no veto power, so I'm going to have to announce that at position number six, Herschel has chosen... Olivia Wilde's Booksmart. What? <laughs> yes. What the hell I, is wrong with I you? Booksmart? I love Booksmart. I, I think it's a I, great film. I didn't connect with that movie. You know, when we did the episode, well, I, I'm I not going to use a veto on it, though. I've already, I just used another veto. You're happy for our film versus film podcast to announce that number six worst I film think, was, I think that's that's was Booksmart? I think Booksmart. Wow. Okay. Herschel, explain I, yourself. The reason, okay. I didn't... Okay, so we... Remember, we did... We did Revenge of the Nerds and Booksmart together, didn't we? Yes, yes. and I have and a clear bad film out of those two. Now, the one with the sexual assaults. It was a coming of age movie, and it goes through that whole thing about I didn't connect with the movie. Mm. Like, for example, at the end of the movie, there's an unusual ending. But what about that whole thing with the graduate? But you connect you know, with like Spider Man. You can. You're okay with connecting with a cartoon, but you can't connect with. I didn't the enjoy parents. it. Wow. I didn't enjoy no, no, it. Because I, I mean, I remember we had a lot of discussion about that. And that was a good episode. Mm. Um, I still think Booksmart is I, one of the really good coming of age movies. I think it's in the, a, in the last a much better fun comedy out of most of our comedies that we had on our list. Mm. And, and I should say that I think we've covered six comedies. Can I tell you what all our yeah, comedies, yeah, comedies are? And I'm surprised that we'll probably find some of these here. The comedies we've covered are The Toy, yeah. Revenge of the Nerds, Crocodile Dundee, Borat, Booksmart and Barbie. Such a, a big Barbie range. Barbie comedy though because that's too much of a hybrid. I think the others I would go, you know, sort of comedy. Barbie I think is in a slightly other area. All right. Well, interesting. Someone is giving us a hint of where they are for future <laughs> future votes. But Herschel I has didn't played get book smart. Okay, number so what, six. Wait, so what? Number six is book smart. Now, right, I'm not going to veto because I'm going to save my veto. Only has one veto. Herschel, I'm sure, very sinisterly is playing I'm not, a no, game no, no, with no, this. No, I think it's genuine I on that. Yeah, because I know because I remember we had these debates. Uh, we did have the debate, but I didn't think it was worth. Yeah, oh, number I didn't know it was going to be like I find that, that high up. hard to believe. Okay, and now, now when I judge these movies as well, I'm also thinking about it. Like for me, what would I watch again? What did yeah. I really connect with? I but you've also got five, it. right? He's also got five. He, he, yeah, so now, we're up to five. Yeah, you're yeah, up yeah. to okay, position go, number go. five. So Herschel, it's time for you to write down your position number five. This is your second last pick for the worst. So you've written it down. Yes. I'm reading it now. <laughs> okay. Again, I thought this not wouldn't be on the list. This would be towards the top of the list. And okay. I, I don't know if you're this is trolling. This the top of the list. We're, we're, we're at position we now? number five. And you're okay. telling me that the fifth worst film, four films that are apparently worse than this, okay. Okay, you go. have played an 80s comedy called Revenge of the Nerds at number five. At five. All right. I'm happy to accept that. What? I'm keeping revenge. I'm going to be very interested to see what you play 
both of you, you see, yeah. as the fourth can, can I say, worst what I think is revenge. What I think is happening here is that we are, we are judging an 80s movie in 2023, okay. and, and, and I think that's what's shifting things. No, no, I've got, got a good four movies that artistically are far worse than Revenge of the Nerds. I have it and story-wise, yeah. I have I have Revenge of the Nerds much higher than number one okay. on the worst what about for me. It's classic. Well, I, yeah. I, I never saw it as a kid. That was my problem. I saw it 2023 lens. Oh, that's true. Remember? That is interesting. My jaw was on the floor going, what the hell is this? I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I thought this Craig, is... Craig, it was good wholesome entertainment in the 80s. Okay, through, come on. Through the lens of 2023 and, you know... Uh, I suppose what what is permissible in entertainment and that sort of thing, that would cross the boundaries. <laughs> but in 1980, when Porky's was coming out and, I mean, yeah, in the yeah, 80s, it's uh, a yeah. different kind. Of, so any yeah, movie like yeah, Meatballs, yeah, yeah, Revenge yeah. of the Nerds, yeah, Porky's, all, all, all of them are gone. Yeah, Caddyshack's gone. I watched Caddyshack. Yeah, you can't yeah. watch that. You can't watch any of those. You can't okay. really watch a lot of John Hughes either. And that was saccharine stuff yeah. in the 80s. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> uh, so far, we're this is our 10 worst. No Time to Die at 10. Oppenheimer, 9. 8. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. 7. Wall Street. <laughs> 6. Booksmart. 5. Revenge of the Nerds. Yes. We're moving on to Bruce's Bruce pick for four. draft number 4 of our worst film list. I'm what especially have you got? proud of this. He's one. writing it down and he's handing it over. Okay. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm, I'm really interested in this. <laughs> yeah. This is an interesting, although I must admit it was on my list as well, was it? the okay, worst good. of, and I kind of expected this from you. All right. This is a film from the uh, last 10 years of cinema. It is the highest grossing R-rated film of all time. Andy Machete's Ooh. It Chapter One. Or yes. It. I have that as my fourth worst uh, film your of the podcast. fourth worst movie. Is the fourth worst film, unless Herschel that wants to play Vito Bruce. Done. Do you want to explain your choice first? I talk about the most overrated film that we've done, I think, ever mm, on this podcast. Wow. I didn't like it the first time I saw it. I liked it less on every subsequent <laughs> viewing. I think I had that at 15. Whoa. Whoa. Are you serious? Yes. I'd like to say I have it at number six on my list and I okay, love it. No, I, I love I, it at four. I was toying about put, putting it up. I really don't like that movie. Wow. Like I find it painful, tiring. I love the, the, the so cliched. I, I don't like... Chapter two. Chapter two is awful. I mean, I if, we had, that, if we had done chapter two on this podcast, it would be my number one. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah. No, no. Wow. Yeah, there's nothing that can beat my number one. Okay. Nothing beats. I think I have a feeling we may be all picking the same number one. Yeah. We'll find out when it's okay. time. But there it is. It's locked in at position number four of our worst films. Is it chapter one? It is now time for my wild card entry three. at position number three. Now I'm going to need to take a moment. Damn it, because I've got a three that's. Really gonna set well, people's heads on that's fire. That's the thing. Well, we I'm gonna closer. be very protective of my top three. I don't want. Uh, I need these to. Well, get you in. can't. You, I know. Well, I got one more got one th- you I got three Vitas. I got three Vitas. I, I got three Vitas. I think oh, I'm gonna okay. be okay. using I'm gonna that to help me. This is unbelievable. I need a moment because some of the ones I've played have now played. So I'm looking at what's on my list. I feel like I need to protect. Like, I just need a second. I can't play that anymore. That's moved. That's already played. It's already played. The tragedy okay. would be mm. if through all these shenanigans, one of the obviously worst films we've ever <laughs> ever made doesn't make it. But that's what's three. embarrassing because that if would we don't... be a travesty. Exactly. Because right? uh, I'm looking at my. Yeah, but that's a, better be that's there, a very okay? subjective thing as well. <laughs> and I'm going to burn through my Vitas to get my stuff in there. <laughs> okay, I've written something down on a piece of paper. Okay, number right. three. Yes, here it is. Craig has selected, myself, has selected for position number three, a documentary called Hearts of Darkness. Whoa! What? (laughs) I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't think it's a good documentary. When I look at, I've seen behind the scenes DVD extras that are better than that movie. I know that the story is interesting, but I think the filmmaking... I'm afraid I'm playing a detail. No, you're not. You... Yes, You've I only am. got one left. I, I got to play that. I can't have. You that do have a strong part. belief in this, Bruce. In this project. Oh, oh, I didn't mean to play this to give you a veto, but that's the only thing in my top ten list that I don't think is going to make it. No, no, I'm playing Are you the veto. Serious? I'm He's going to veto it. He's I, just, I, I have to. I have to protect that. When movie. I run that next to American movie, I'm like, the, it's like chalk and cheese. American movie uh, is an amazing. I have, to, I have to stand up for that movie. You got to stand up for it. Can I say something? That's interesting you're, but are you standing so sure? You're just sitting there with three vetoes. You're going, <laughs> <laughs> and going, you got to stand up for Look, what you believe. I'm, in. I'm waiting for the big game. 
Okay. I can't now, I believe this. this I, wait, wait. Let me explain my choice, though. Yeah, yeah, go, Craig. Th- th- it's just a bad behind-the-scenes thing. Not for me, Craig. I don't know if you're defending the movie for... What's the yeah. movie called? Apocalypse Now. Darkness. Now. Oh, Apocalypse Now, Or if yeah, you're yeah. actually defending the documentary. No, I love the documentary. Oh, I can't... The be- documentary was I such could, a touch there Okay, all right, well... Fine, I'll accept your veto. I assume. <laughs> well, you have to accept. I assume, you don't have a choice. I don't do you? know if it's going to play in the top ten or not, okay. or if it's going to. Well, actually, I probably shouldn't say. I'm going to stop talking. Don't, don't say anything. Yeah. I'm going to stop okay. talking about it now. We'll all stop yeah. talking about it. Okay. It's gone for now. I have to f- now force to pick a new position <laughs> number three. <laughs> I'm really loving my strategy, and I, I just, don't like it. I just feel bad that I got the like, yeah. You'll be sad when you, you better get start to the doing top something. Yeah, but the problem is, you better start. I'm not going to get all my top three into the. Into, into I don't think my top three is going to feature in the top three. Okay, so concerning. All right, go, Craig. Craig has now chosen a new one to go in position <laughs> okay. number three. You always speak of yourself in the third person. Well, I'm trying to <laughs> as the wild card. Normally, I'm the adjudicator, yeah, but yeah. I'm going to say that uh, what I've chosen here is a little joint <laughs> from the '80s by Catherine Bigelow called Blue Steel. Uh, it is featuring Ron Silver. Now, I agree, Ron Silver's performance is crazy. I do think it's a good sort of I, I just it's a pretty good cop drama. It's a pretty good cop drama. I mm. love the feminist perspective on it. Number, yeah. number really three. That's the strongest that. part of it. Craig, you've got this at three, am I right? Yeah, yeah and I feel three. sad okay. that I have to play it. It is in my list, but it's the mm. only thing in my list mm. that I think you guys are will let me play here. Yeah. Because everything else I think you're going to hate. No, look, I'm, I'm happy to take that, actually. Because yeah, oh, ta- I know I'm, you I'm are. It's, it's, it's in my top three. It's in my top three. I feel terrible because I feel like I'd play something now that burns it, but the ones that I've got left are just outside the ten. I'm very worried about my one. Because well, I'm there's up three next. vetoes here. Yeah, but I'm up next, right? You're playing position. I'm, playing I'm two. No. You're one. Oh no, Herschel. I'm playing one. Yeah, you get to I, play. I'm two. All right. All right. So there it is. Position number three. We rest on blue steel. We're now going to Herschel with position two and Bruce position one. And now remember, Herschel has got some vetoes. Oh, so right. vetoes. if he doesn't like what you play yeah, yeah, yeah. at one, he's going to use vetoes, and we could have a con- totally random number we'll probably one. Probably. I'm going to write this down. I'm showing it to you, Craig. All right. So this is for position number two on our worst off list. Herschel's writing it down. I want to preface this by saying, Mm. look, I'm not taking the piss on this, okay? This is proper. Uh, This is proper. I hope this doesn't blow my mind. I'm looking at what he's written down. (laughs) Uh, What have you done? I cannot. I I do not. I stand by this. Are you serious? I've seen this one and a half times, and I stand by it. What's the movie? You're not going to. And I've got no video. You've got no video. I've got. That means this now plays and our worst off list, our second worst film. This of, is embarrassing. Of I can't okay, say it. I, this. The second worst film for the Film versus Film podcast is Everything, Everywhere, All really? at Once. Yes. Yes. The it Daniels. didn't. I didn't know you hated it that the film much. film that won <laughs> Best Picture Oscar at the last Oscar That thing. is controversial. I think my that... God, I, wow. I, I think... It's that an, wasn't even it's on an, my worst I think it's an all. exercise in pretension. And I think <laughs> if you give it, you give this movie five years and it's going to be not worth a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> I was, can I just say, I was going to throw in Suspiria at that position instead of Blue Suspiria, Steel. Suspiria? You're nuts. I know, but that's, the, I was embarrassed to do I that. I didn't expect I can't believe you got Suspiria coming in Suspiria, there. But I, I wouldn't but have you, I don't believe you have the goal to play this at number yeah. two. This no, because I remember so you didn't I, like it. You also seem I to take personal like offence at it. Why well, don't even? <laughs> I don't even do personal. You know what? He's against. Him, he's he's uh, against wokeness. He's against book smart. He's against everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once. I, he's a real old man. I don't <laughs> think this movie worked at all. <laughs> Bruce, you have all no right, but I got number one. But can I just say, if you had a veto, would you be playing it now? I'd probably be playing it because I'm. Cons- uh, I there's a film that no one has said that's going to miss out. And so you've got no, no. Hang on. Oh, but a, yeah. Not there's only one position. I'm only playing. I got one. Can you tell us the film that you think? No. Is, well, I, well, I, I think I'm expecting in addition to the one. I'm expecting no, 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 a no. Vito let on me one. let me tell you what we've picked so far. Because I'm expecting a Vito on one. So you're expecting a Vito I, on I, one. I don't, yeah. oh, this is exciting. There, there is one very Ooh. big yeah. film that we've done that um, maybe won the Oscar for Best Picture that hasn't been spoken yet. Okay, and I have. That's not your one. I have a feeling that might not be Bruce's. Pick at number one, and he does have the pick. Yeah. Here we go. The official list of our best worst off is at position 10, No Time to Die. The ninth worst film, Oppenheimer. Eight, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Seven, Wall Street. Six, Book Smart. <laughs> number five, Revenge of the Nerds. Number four, It Chapter One. 
Number three, Blue Steel. Number two, what was it just then? Uh, Everything every, 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 all at once. A, a travesty. And at position number one, Bruce position has drafted. Is... Let me have a read of it. He's passing over the piece of paper. <laughs> I forgot that this didn't it make got the knocked, list. Yeah. It got knocked out and no one was smart enough to put it back in. The worst film we've covered, Bruce Isaacs has chosen Richard Pryor in The Toy. <laughs> Which means... Can I just say? Yeah, no, that, I'm videoing that. Oh, I knew, I knew he'd video it. I love what I'm, I'm videoing hearing. that because. This is can fantastic. I give you a reason for my video? Yeah. yeah. Okay, once again. Don't say the name of the film, but tell us what no, you're I'm thinking. not going to say the name of the movie that but I'm going to do. But do I now with. get to pick a different one? You get to give us a new position okay, number okay, one. I, I'm a, I knew that was going to happen. But so that I'm means happy with that this. Richard Pryor in The Toy does not <laughs> feature in our top 10 movies. Which is extraordinary. It does open it up for the it best. It is a turkey. No, I of don't the believe it's a turkey. Order. I, I, the reason so, I don't in fact, think it's a my number one worst movie of the, of our podcast history mm. is not on our 10 worst That's right. list. You've got to play the game. I, don't, don't, think I don't think the toy is a turkey. I think that there are aspects of it that are funny. I think Richard Pryor is a comic genius. But again, if you look at the toy through the lens of something that came 30 years later, obviously it's not going to hold up. But it's still a very heartfelt little, little movie, <laughs> a little romp. It's a little race romp. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there it is. The toy no longer is in our top ten uh, worst. Bruce, you now need to give us I'm a okay new I'm okay with that because you guys know how much I hate this movie. So my so, number one is... Um, yes. Yeah, so again, the official list goes the worst of No Time to Die, Oppenheimer, yeah. Indiana Jones, Wall Street, Booksmart, Revenge so of the Nerds. My it's three now goes Blue to Blue Steel, Everything All at Once, and the worst film <laughs> of our podcast <laughs> is officially... A joint by the Farrelly brothers. <laughs> we gotta send. Uh, yeah, we gotta send the an email with his link. Oscar to the winner. Brothers. The Oscar winner of the Best Picture Oscar winner. It's fitting that we have both <laughs> position two and one <laughs> as both. Bo- they both won Best Picture. Best, best picture <laughs> it is Green Book. Yeah, yeah look, I'm, I'm okay with Green Book. Green Book. I, I concur. Terrible. Thing. I I had. So I'll, I'll say for our audience and for both of you, I had Blue Steel at number one. But wow. Green Book yeah. was in my top three from the very beginning. I knew yeah, yeah. you boys would want I had Green Blue. Book at three. I had, but uh, Green Blue Book Steel is a lemon. It's, it's, it, it actually gets yeah, harder to watch. Yeah, but it's also offensive, watch. though. That's like the thing I think it deserves. Like, I am happy to forego the toy to send a message out to our legions of fans that Green Book is terrible. The, the two films I thought were literally offensive were mm. Green Book and Revenge. And Revenge, yeah. Mm. So I was like, well, that's my one and two when I did okay. my list. Mm. I'm happy to see that Green Book sits at position number one on our list. Yeah. I'm excited the toy didn't make, because I, as I said, yeah, I didn't mind the toy. You guys like toy a lot more yeah. than me. I, yeah. It goes back a long way now, but what prompted us to put Green Book in it? Is it because... I know it was a... a no, it was, it was a whole... Remember race. we were doing that, because and it won the yeah. best picture. And also, the goal of our podcast isn't always to pick good films. Mm, yeah. We want to talk about movies, and it's a great one to talk I actually, about. That's one of my favorite episodes, because we really wrestle with the idea of race. Mm. And also, it's an Oscar winner. So in, in effect, it's kind of the Americanist, white establishment's way of saying, look how progressive we are. And remember and that we year, really ripped... That year you know, the that Oscars uh, yeah. was Spike Lee, uh, the, oh, yeah, the and Black Pants Man was nominated for Best Picture. And, and, you know, yeah. Yeah. and then we took it to do the right thing, you know, that was history repeating itself. So so if you want to hear that decision rationalised on an entire <laughs> podcast, have a listen to Green Book versus The Toy. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is, our official list of worst ofs. Number 10, No Time to Die, Oppenheimer, Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny, Wall Street, Booksmart, Number 5, Revenge of the Nerds, 4, it Chapter 1, 3, Blue Steel, 2, last year's Oscar winner, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and no, number, one. That with number 1. No, she switched that number 1. Wow, <laughs> number 1 say, is Green You know Ball. what I like about this list? Mm. Is it so runs against the grain of like the orthodoxy in criticism. Like, It Chapter 1 is a darling movie. What's that on Metacritic? What did, what did we get with It again? Where did that four. end up? That's that interesting because I had It at 15. On yeah, the, on okay, the so I, I mean, so I don't I, hate it. I had it at number 6. You wanted more. We're going to give you more. <laughs> well, that's right, because this episode took so long just to get through the worst off. We're now going to come back next week with the best off list. So we're sorry we didn't get through it all in this episode. We're going to do, again, more trivia featuring the films that we've done. <laughs> have a list, Have a look at all the episodes sorry, we've covered so far so you can think of what your top ten is. You now know our worst off list. We'll post that on Instagram so you can be angry at that. And then think about what you're going to put in the top ten. Both of you... 
Bruce, you're going into the new uh, the new episode with, with no, no vetoes. vetoes. Herschel's I've carrying two over two vetoes. I might allow the, the winner. The of best of is going to be far more contentious than the worst. I of. think the best of is going to be a punching match. Yeah, to because be I've really got two vetoes, one. I'm going to control your ass. <laughs> well, I'm going to offer the winner of trivia. Yeah, can you do give me like a? So now a, you know that uh, I'll give a you a veto. a veto if you win. Yeah, because I'm how gonna, am I going to survive? Whoever wins the trivia will get a new veto. Yeah, great. So it could be Herschel. Okay, okay. But I'd suggest Bruce. You've seen the types of questions I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, you might want to have a little look. Yeah, do some research before trivia next week. Let me just quickly give you a reminder of some of the things that might be in contention for the best of. We have some movies like The Lives of Others, In the Mood for Love, The Wolf of Wall Street, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, The Wizard of Oz, Psycho, Where Eagles Dare, On Her Majesty's Secret Service, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Die Hard, The Shining. There's a lot of big movies that we're going to have to pick And you know what's still in contention now for the top ten is the toy. The toy is now back in contention. <laughs> That's interesting. The toy's gone from my number one worst movie of the podcast to in contention for best movie. If the toy comes in at number one, this podcast <laughs> will explode. It wouldn't surprise me if you started screwing around and trying well, to bring the toy Well, I've just got to say, in. I'm taking two wild cards in the top ten, <laughs> okay. and um, I might be burning your vetoes pretty easily, I think. We also have Bruce's PhD, The Matrix, is up for grabs there. And one of my favourite films didn't make it in the top bottom ten, which I thought it would and that was Borat which makes That's it now available for our top 10 list so join us next week as we do our exciting best of list and don't forget to rate and view us wherever you listen as it will help other people to find us we're also on Instagram at film versus film podcast uh, so join us next week for the best of the week after that we are doing the best of Western Sydney content that we've done and then it will be time for our very special Christmas episode as we take I can't wait for the Christmas one uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation versus It's, it's a Wonderful, wonderful life. life there it is so that's what's coming up thanks for listening I've been Craig Anderson I've been Bruce Isaacs I've been Herschel Isaacs join us next time for Film versus Film take two Film versus Film, Film. Film.